0: Listening to the Defiant Ones: A behind-the-scenes look at the world of Defy. Right now on the Defiant Ones, we have a legend, Kevin Sullivan. Welcome to the show, man.
1: Oh, this is my pleasure. I mean, this is on my bucket list to come to Defy. Is that true? Yes, it is. I mean, this is my first time. You yeah. know what I noticed? Everybody's got a smile on their face. Great company. Uh, everybody's happy. It's unusual in the wrestling business. Okay. So it must be something in the water here in Seattle, huh? So, you know,
0: uh, one thing i got to mention is um, you, you do live in the Northwest. You live oh, on the islands, right. uh, Whidbey Island. Yeah, right. uh, and uh, what brought you to the Northwest?
1: Uh, my wife's family all moved out here. Okay. And uh, she packed me up and we're out here. Nice. Do you like it? Oh, I love it. We were, for a while, for 10 years, we were, f- lived in the one of the most southern places in the United States. Mm-hmm. I was in... Isla Morada in the Florida Keys yeah. and then we fly up here to the islands and then uh, when I sold my gym I have said hey let's pack up and go to the islands
0: So you, you adjusted to the weather okay? You're
1: okay with the, uh, uh, the ton of rain? Yes, well we don't get the rain Seattle does because yeah. of the Japanese current but I lived in Florida so long mm-hmm. that I've become a Acclimated to the rain And the, uh, the I love that the On the island like the other day it was 78 And that night it was probably 55 So It's very nice uh, It's a different pace Than living in Florida Even though I was in the islands there too Yeah. This is a uh, You know A very special place I mean I got eagles yep. In the front of the house I uh, got Uh We have uh, whales coming by, we have uh, seals, today I was walking down the street to go to the ferry and there's chipmunks running around, you know, so it's cool, yeah, it's a beautiful place.
0: So, uh, you know, to jog, to to, to try not to put you on the spot, but the Northwest is is a, a place where you have a rich wrestling history. Right. Can you remember the first time wrestling in Whether it was Don Owens promotions in Oregon Or Washington um, You know, Do you remember the first time
1: coming up to the Northwest to wrestle? Well I, I didn't work for, I was supposed to come up to Don Owens one okay. time And uh, rather than coming up to Don I had hurt my ankle And I was out for a while And uh, that window kind of closed mm-hmm. And I ended up going to Florida Which everything turns out for the best I believe Absolutely and crazy thing is, when Dean Silverstone owned Washington or mm-hmm. ran Washington, Frankie Kane, who was the great Mephesto, mm-hmm. we almost bought 50% of the territory. Okay. I've always had a, a gypsy blood in me, I guess. And I wanted to come out here For the longest time The first time I ever came out Was WCW Mm -hmm. when we were in Seattle And Spokane Yeah So when I came out here I thought wow What a cool place You know It's got a great vibe Uh, It's completely different Than the northeast And the south It's more laid back And then living on the islands Is really laid back So There's a magical place here Mm -hmm. Yeah
0: So uh, you, uh, you've had a well-documented career You're no stranger to podcasting You're no stranger to interviews But if you don't mind, just for on this platform Let's recall The first time that you had a run-in with wrestling When was the first time that you Whether you saw it or you went to a thing Or anything, do you remember?
1: Yeah, when I was a kid Wrestling was On a local channel and mm-hmm. It was a big channel It was Channel 4, it was on Saturday I believe it was 4.30 to 5.30 or 5.00 to 6.00. Okay. And the promoter there, and people that listen to podcasts, I'm going to give them some history to look at. Sure. The guy's name was Paul Bowser. Okay. He was the uh, promoter, but he wasn't only the promoter in Boston. He promoted. But he put people in the position to be his frontman. He ran Toronto. He ran Montreal, Mm -hmm. he ran all of New England. Wow. He had part... It's quite a big territory. Well, it's just the beginning. He had part of the office in New York with Vince and Tootsmont. Okay. He uh, had his own world champion, even though he was an NWA member. Mm -hmm. He had an AWA, the original AWA. Killer Kowalski was the world champion in that area of Montreal, Boston, Toronto and then he also had part of Chicago he had part of Ohio uh, Taft I believe his name was and then uh, he had LA part of LA but he had San Francisco he had part of Louisiana and he was a very very influential guy in pro wrestling in fact his last show, he had a, a sellout, and he died about four days later. Wow. So that wrestling was, when I was a kid, I saw all the big stars off the original Dumont Network. Okay. Kowalski, yeah. Yukon Eric, Pepper Gomez. I mean, how could you not fall in love with pro wrestling? Right. Yeah, so that was my start, and then I wrestled... Amateur for 10 years. I had a pretty good career. And then uh, one time I was working out at the Boston YMCA Union. It's the second oldest athletic club in the United States, next to the New York Athletic Club. Mm -hmm. And this guy came up to me and said, you want to work out? And uh, he was about 180 pounds and I was about 200 at the time. And we became friends. And... He was from the DeBerry family in South Africa who owned the Diamond Mines. Wow. And he had been uh, an actor on the soap operas in mm-hmm. New York. He had done Arrow Shirts as a model. And the only thing he wanted to be was a pro wrestler but it was beneath his stature in okay. South Africa. Yeah. And uh, he said to me, do you want to try this pro wrestling? And I said, yeah. So he had booked me in uh, Montreal and they also booked me in uh, Brooklyn, New York, 234 Broadway upstairs. I was the only angler in the gym. There was Victor Rivera, Pedro Morales, Johnny Rods, uh, Isaac Rosario, uh, Marcel Rivera, Ramon Perez. I mean, who's who of yeah. that area. So they were. everybody was very nice to me, and I kind of lucked out, and then... West Virginia was a territory, and I went to West Virginia, and then
0: things happened. There you started, man. That's awesome. So, um, you kind of hinted it at at the beginning that when you came into Defy, everyone was welcoming, smiles on their face. Um, So, you know, I'm not someone who has been around the world wrestling or being involved in other indie wrestling. What's it typically like? Is it typically a little bit more contentious, or
1: yeah? And the other thing is. There's such a nice vibe here. Everybody has a smile on their face. They're all friendly. There doesn't seem to be that much. It seems to be none that I can see of any animosity. Yeah. And they bring in some of the greatest talent around yeah. the country. I mean, I looked in that dressing room.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're either superstars now or soon to be superstars. Absolutely. And uh, I have to take my hat off to them. I don't think there's another company PCW Ultra who mm-hmm. you guys have worked course, with yeah. between these two companies I'll probably get a lot of flack over this but I don't care these are the crumb, the creme, de creme. Mm-hmm. and it shocks me that you guys don't get enough credit you don't get enough Notoriety. Mm-hmm. This restaurant is a Massacre Square Garden restaurant. Except for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a fabulous uh, company. It's going to do nothing but grow. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I'm sure they're going to get a television deal. And when they get that, people are going to be amazed yeah. at this talent. I mean... This talent wrestles all over the world. A lot of them wrestle AEW. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are former NXT guys. Mm-hmm. You got New Japan. Yeah. Probably all Japan and uh, yeah, DDG yep. Yeah, That's a lot of people. Yeah. 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 So, uh, to me, this is the place to be. Yeah.
0: Well, I appreciate you saying that, and, and you know, you're here. You're now aligned with the Midnight Heat. A lot of people don't like the Midnight Heat, but you can't lie—they are getting the job done. They're incredible wrestlers, and you know, not not fan favorites, but certainly doing the damn thing. So, uh, now that you're here in Defy, you know, what what would you like to offer? Is um, do you want to kind of bring some of your knowledge and wisdom throughout the years to
1: help Defy? Yes, I'd like to do that. But the Midnight, I would like to be their advisor. They were nice enough to invite me to come to tonight and I think these guys have no limitations these guys uh, the funny thing is their first name they remind me of the Midnight Express they work that in tandem that well Mm -hmm. these guys were once your tag team champions Mm -hmm. and I always say once tag team champions they're the future tag team champions I think they uh, just need a, maybe a little direction and maybe a nudge. Sure. These guys are going to win the titles back. All right.
0: Right on. Well, you know, Kevin Sullivan, it's been such a pleasure to have you for the few minutes that we could we could get you. And you know, what uh, one? What is one match to put you completely on the spot? One match throughout the history of wrestling that you would say. Defy fans need to look up right now you know whether it be something within the last 20 years something old school something you saw as a kid just something out of your mind that we need to see
1: well just recently and this wasn't a match it was an interview sure Daniel Bryant Mm -hmm. was uh, had a match earlier that I saw with uh, John Moxley oh yeah it was you gotta watch it but I saw John Moxley and Eddie Kingston do an interview and I watched it about four times then I turned off the sound and watched it Eddie Kingston is one of the greatest talkers I've ever seen I put him in one of the top five that includes Piper Dusty Superstar uh, Flair and uh, King Curtis care. Yeah. Not only can he talk, his facial expressions, when I turned them to mute, I saw anguish, I saw hate, I saw insecureness, I saw a quizzical look on his face, and at the end, he had his composure back and dotted the I's and crossed all the T's. One of the greatest interviews I've ever seen.
0: Man, that, absolutely, man. And he's, he's here this weekend, so yes. you get to chat with him if you want. And, you know, um, you know this is such a stacked um, you know, locker room tonight for this weekend. And it's a pleasure to
1: have you here, Kevin. It's my pleasure to be here, and thank you very much for having me. Thank you. It's the Defiant Ones. JOHN